Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. My first story this week is about a controversy over an agreement between Northumberland County and a local snowmobile club over the use of the Northumberland Forest. I spoke with County Warden Bob Crate and the president of the Great Pine Ridge Snowmobile Association, Steve Horner. The Snowmobile Club sent along its usual agreement, one that was signed by the county in the past and nearly every other municipality in Ontario. But this year, it was different. The county sent back a revised agreement after it did a review. As you will hear, this revised agreement has spawned a disagreement over who is responsible if someone is injured or dies and there is a lawsuit. The Snowmobile Club has insurance to cover the costs if there's a multi-million dollar settlement. The county is worried about someone getting thrown or hitting a bump, forcing them off the trail. It could mean the county would be on the hook for the settlement. A multi-million dollar settlement could cost taxpayers and raise insurance rates through the roof. Here are the interviews with the county and the Snowmobile Association over the use of the county forest. The first interview is with County Warden Bob Crate. Bob Crate, welcome to Consider This. Thank you very much for having me. The council banned the Great Pine Ridge Snowmobile Association from using its trails in the Northumberland County Forest recently. Why did this happen? Well, um, I guess, I mean, the, the, um, the, uh, the Snowmobile Club has been using the trails for a long time. And uh, recently, um, uh, the Ontario Snowmobile uh, Association uh, came out with a memorandum of understanding uh, that they wanted all land use owners to sign. And, and on looking on it, um, you know, our council uh, advised us that uh, uh, we weren't adequately protected um, uh, in this um, memorandum. And uh, so we've asked for, uh, you know, for f- further protections for our, our staff and, and then for the county. And um, uh, you know, we're sort of at an impasse, I guess, in that uh, um, uh, they they don't wish to uh, to uh, give us give us that uh, indemnification, and 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 it's um you know it's a serious situation, um, and and we're really we're only asking <clears throat> basically we're asking for the same protection that that they're asking for, and in, in, uh, when when uh, a person buys the um, a snowmobile pass, they sign a waiver. Um, uh, that uh, you know indemnifies the the um, snowmobile association against certain things, and, and basically we're we're asking for the same indemnification. But these people have been using the, the trails for a long time. Surely this isn't the the first time that they've suddenly asked for some kind of an understanding. Has has there not been anything like this before? Um, there was a, there was an understanding until uh, until the, 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 this new uh, new memorandum came out and um, 
you know, it, it, we could be in, in serious jeopardy if, if we um, go forward right now. Um, I, I mean, I, I can give you a, an example of, uh, you know, <clears throat> person going down the trail and um, hitting a bump in the trail and, and flying 10 feet off the, the trail and hitting a tree. Person's paralyzed and sues. The, the Snowville Association says, um, <clears throat> you know, um, the, the trail, um, they sell a pass for the trail, but the bump in the trail isn't their fault. And the tree that the person hit isn't on the trail. So, so they are not, um, uh, uh, you know, at fault. And, and, and because of joint and several liability, which I, I, I think you, you know about, um, you know, joint and several liability puts the county in the position that if, if uh, during a, you know, a court case, we were found 1% responsible and there was a, <clears throat> a, you know, a $20 million settlement uh, and, and the, uh, um, the other people are, are, are uh, you know, maybe responsible but not, um, to, uh, you know, to hundred percent, if we're 1% responsible, we could be in, on the hook for the whole settlement. And, well, and, uh, and we don't feel, you know, we don't feel that's fair a to the, to the taxpayers. Um, and, and the thing is, uh, you know, if the fire insurance goes up and it, it could jump drastically, I mean, um, uh, we could be on the hook and, and, and it's our rate payers that are going to pay if something happens. Forgive me, though, uh, but we've been having people use the, the trail before, and this was this was never an issue. I'm, I'm yeah. still not clear as to why at this particular time, why did the Snowmobile Club, uh, as you describe it, come forward with a new memorandum of understanding? Why is this suddenly a hot potato issue when, you know, we've been doing this for years and years and years? Well, I mean, I, I have I mean, I, I can read you a copy of what it says for this for the Ontario Snowmobile Club. When you buy, when you buy a snowmobile pass, uh, it says here uh, on their waiver. It's it says the waiver includes uh, from any cause whatsoever and and negligence, negligence, breach of contract or breach of statutory duty of care on part of the Ontario Federation of Snowmobile Clubs, its member clubs, respective directors, officers, employees, and volunteers. Uh, and, and and we're just asking for the same thing. No, I appreciate that. And I, I understand what you're asking for. And it, it certainly on the surface makes sense that you, you would want to not be uh, held that liable. But what I'm trying to get at the heart of here is, is we've done this before. Why is this yeah. suddenly an issue now? What happened that changed things? Because it wasn't a problem before. Everybody used the trail. They bought a pass. People were fine. Yeah. And now all of a well, sudden, I mean, at this particular moment, it, 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 something changed. And, and now all of a sudden, you're saying the county's on the hook. Were you on the hook before and didn't know it? Or what, what's the um, difference? Well, the, the difference is, um, you know, is they, they have brought this, their waiver forward. And, uh, and in the past, we had, um, you know, we had an agreement. Uh, and, and, and of course, I, th I think, you know, right now, you know, we're in a very litigious society, and um, if, and we won't be, and we won't be, um, uh, you know, this isn't the only thing that's going to happen. I mean, the other other people with motorized uh, equipment that use the forest will have to have the same sort of um, uh, situation come forward. You know, I mean, uh, ATVs and 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 uh, and uh, you know, uh, dirt bikes. Uh, there's going to have to be something done there. So. So and, and that's uh, 
you know, that's on the horizon. It's not, we're not, we're not picking on the snowmobile club. I mean, we, we are, we're, you know, it's the forest in general and, uh, and, and we are trying to, uh, to set this up so it's fair to all concerned. Now, it's my understanding, though, this is not unusual. I, I, I've been led to believe that the Grand River Conservation Authority has done the same thing for the same reasons. Is that is that correct? Yes, it is. Yeah, they, they, they have closed. They've closed their trails. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, right now, I mean, the snowmobilers are using some there are some road allowances that go that go through the, the, the county forest that don't belong to the county. And uh, uh, and my understanding is that the snowmobilers are using those uh, as we as we speak, sort of thing. Um, but uh, um, and, and I believe, I mean, I I think this is sort of the tip of the iceberg. I, I think that, I mean, uh, the province of Ontario owns some trails in eastern Ontario, along with uh, you know one of the counties, and uh, uh, you know they they have the uh, the same protection that we're asking for. Uh, and when they when they um, let people use their trails, the proposed agreement is very detailed. I mean, it talks about widths and treads and clearings. It also has a, a seven day termination window versus the usual thirty days. Yeah. Is there a reason for the trail maintenance that is described as onerous? I, I mean, why is this kind of detail needed? I I, I, I just I think it's a footprint of what what's required to. Uh, to go forward and 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 listen, we're willing to discuss. I mean, uh, the seven day uh, termination. I, I mean, we can discuss things like that. I mean, th there's been questions about, you know, we're asking some vo volunteers to to take, uh, you know, to take some instruction uh, because, um, and, but we're not asking them for anything we, we wouldn't ask other volunteers to do. You know, anybody that volunteers and. Um, I mean, for instance, uh, you know, uh, food for all. We have volunteers that are there. They have to take some, uh, you know, some instruction on on what what goes on. So we're not. This isn't just a one-off. I mean, we're trying to uh, uh, set this up so that um, you know every everybody is is uh, protected. And I mean, we do want uh, you know volunteers in the in, in the uh, forest because they're mostly alone a lot of times they're alone when they're out there working we want them to have the the knowledge of, of what to do when they're when they're working in the in the uh, uh in the forest now mpp david Pacini wrote a public letter to the county calling the proposed agreement unreasonable yeah how did the county council respond uh i i did respond to uh to uh david um uh, you know we've had a couple of conversations on this um and uh i responded to david and, and i didn't make that letter public because there was some some uh, uh you know confidential uh, information in there that uh so I, I i we didn't make the letter public but we did answer his questions and 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 i understand you know david listen there's there's a ton of pressure and i, I and i think the snowmobile club is is using that um you know i've had probably i don't know i, I mean i'd be guessing but I'm guessing I've had I don't know, eight or 900 emails from a petition. So instead of mailing me a petition with 900 signatures, I've got 900 individual emails from people. Um, um, and I, I but I, I mean, and I think it's the Ontario Snowmobile Association. I'm not, I'm not positive, but, but it, I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting emails from, uh, 
lively Ontario, Temiskaming, uh, uh, Aura Medante, um, Dryden. I mean, uh, so, you know, and I'm getting them from uh, Northumberland County residents too. But, but I, 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 you know, I, I think, um, um, you know, there, there, is, there is pressure there, but uh, listen, we're willing to sit down and discuss the whole situation with the Snowmobile Club. We have made three offers to have the, uh, the uh, head of the Snowmobile Club come and talk to us, and we have got no reply. They, I mean, they, they, are, they have gone silent as far as, um, as uh, uh, coming to the table and negotiating. I mean, uh, the president of the Snowmobile Club was on global TV last week, as I was. Uh, he said, he said, uh, you know, uh, our, our lawyer uh, hasn't been asked to sit down and, and discuss this thing. We, we sent uh, uh, two more proposals or not even, or two more requests with, with uh, you know, uh, to, to the president and, and, and got no reply. What needs to happen? I, I, I know that there was some reports that talked about putting some fencing up and, and, and you know, spending, what was it, $36,000 to... Uh, try and create some barriers. Uh, are you going to go forward with, with that sort of thing, or are are well, you going to <clears throat> back right off? No, some some of them about. Uh, I mean, some of the barriers have gone up. Any, any, you know, we've looked at all the trails, and there's some that are uh, that are unsafe. I mean, uh, depending on the, the level, I guess. So uh, I'm not, uh, you know, I haven't snowmobiled in probably 30 years, but um, you know, there are there are some trails that are that are unsafe. Uh, that that uh, we have um, you know closed off, uh, but um, and and there are some that 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 are you know are trails that are made as snowmobilers are are going through the forest. They you know they go off on uh, on uh, into different areas, and there's some areas that that uh, that we uh, want. I mean, there's one up by the tower, I think, that we feels unsafe, and, and we're going to close it off. How are you going to enforce this? Well, well, I mean, I we we hope that if if there's a you know if there's a gate that or, or fencing that that people would respect it. Uh, we will have people in the forest. We do have, uh, you know, we do have people that that monitor it. So uh, th there will be people out there and uh, and to to enforce the rules that that uh, that are in place. So how does this look when you're, the county's trying to develop its tourism? According to the Ontario Federation of Snowmobile Clubs in 2018-2019 report, it showed about $30 million in expenditure within District 3, which our area is part of. Surely the county does not want to jeopardize this. We are, we're encouraging tourism. I mean, uh, <clears throat> the county has put, we put extra money into the tourism budget this year to, to, to bring people here. But I mean, I, I believe that when people are coming here to use things, they, they want to know that it's safe and that they're protected. Um, I mean, right, there's a report this morning on, uh, on, on I, I believe, on Global that says uh, to this point in time, uh, uh, snowmobile accidents are up 141% so far this year. Um, so uh, that's cause for concern. And, and uh, I, I think that, that if I were if I was bringing my family and it, I mean, let's face it, uh, you know, recreation anymore is a family thing. I mean, if you're bringing your family out here, you, you want to know that, that there's some care taken on, uh, uh, on getting things ready and having a, a, a safe environment to, uh, to bring, uh, to, to bring your family to. 
Okay, so I'm a, a little bit confused, and maybe you can help me. We were talking about liability, which is is a legal matter, but now you're talking about yeah. safety and, and care. Who is responsible for the the care and the and the safety on these trails? Is it the snowmobile club or is it the county? Well, we we own the trails, um, and um, so it's it's a matter of whose insurance is is covering it in the sense, and we're saying that if if a snowmobiler is going is going down using the trail, then then their insurance should be covering them for for if a mishap that happens on the trail while snowmobiling. But who who looks after the trails though? Is it the county or is it the snowmobile clubs? Well, it's a kind of a joint thing. We I mean we we own the trails and, and we, uh, you know, uh, I guess maintain the, the base, but uh, in the winter, the snowmobile club does all the grooming and, and stuff like that. Uh, it's, it's interesting though. I mean, I mean, when you do talk about tourism and tourism dollars, like they're talking about $30 million being spent in this, in our, our region. Now I know we don't get the full 30 million, but we get a portion of that. That's a lot of money. Aren't, aren't you concerned that this is being placed in jeopardy? Well, I, I mean, I guess in a sense, yeah, I, I'm concerned about it, but I, I'm not willing to put the, the ratepayers of Northumberland County on the hook to to uh, to, to allow this to happen. And I, we, this isn't the first year. We started in 2019 asking the Stoneville Club to come forward and 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 uh, and work with us to get a new un, a, a new agreement going, and and they 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 came and you know they came late in the year and said. We're not going to get it done this year. Can we just use the old memorandum and we'll get a new one going next year? And, and we agreed to that. But then it's come to this year and now it's the same thing. They want us to say, well, we'll use the old memorandum uh, of agreement and then we'll work on it in the future. Well, that, you know, we have a responsibility and, and, and we can't, you know, I don't think we can shirk that responsibility, you know, um, the people of, of, I mean, the county, and I understand, uh, you know, there's a lot of people in the county that are snowmobilers, and I mean, I've heard from them. I mean, my, you know, uh, I don't have a, a, a tin ear for this, and and uh, uh, and I've heard it from them. But, you know, in the end, we're responsible to the to the ratepayers, and and we have to have an agreement that's fair and equitable. I mean, we're only asking for the same protection that the snowmobile people are asking for. We're saying if it happens on a snowmobile where you're going through on the trails in Northumberland County, that the snow, your insurance covers it. That's all we're asking. I mean, and as far as I mean, volunteers and, and, and all the rest of it, um, like we want people to be safe in the forest. And if, if, it, if it takes having volunteers uh, get a little bit of instruction in, in, in what's safe uh, uh, as far as, as carrying out the, the duties that they have. We think that we think they should want that. We think they should 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 want their volunteers to be safe. Now you've mentioned a number of times uh, wanting to protect taxpayers. How much more would you have to pay for insurance to cover yourself? Uh, if you were to to need to purchase that extra coverage, I mean, what are we talking about in terms of cost to taxpayers? Well, I mean, I, I can't give you, I can't give you a number, but I can I can give you an example of uh, in, in my own instances, the mayor of Trent Hills. Um, uh, when I first came on council, 
uh, we'd had a couple of uh, slip and falls. And uh, uh, when our insurance came due, uh, we, we were looking at a, um, a very large 30% increase, I believe, back then, a 30% increase in insurance. And, and so we said, well, we're, we're going we're gonna to go looking for a new, a new uh, person to cover us. We, we couldn't get one. We couldn't get a quote. Not one other insurance company would give us a quote. So um, uh, a 10% a, a increase in uh, right now in our cost would be uh, a, around $110,000. So, uh, um, you know, depending on, 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 on the severity, I mean, you know, we've seen settlements of $20 million in, in cases where, uh, you know, um, the county or, or other, other jurisdictions, uh, I mean, a, a catastrophic injury where a person could get uh, could be paralyzed, uh, be you know uh, paraplegic. Um, uh, you know it wouldn't be uncommon for it to cost twenty million dollars to look after that person for life, and uh, uh, that would be a very serious situation for us. If you could sit down right at this moment across from the snowmobilers and say something to them to resolve this issue, what would you like to tell them? I'd like them to come to the table. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I've never been able to settle anything, um, uh, you know, and with due respect through the press. I mean, I, you, you can't uh, you can't go back and forth, uh, you know, um, you know, on 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 newspapers and, and other things uh, to to settle an agreement. We got to sit down across the table and say, you know, here's what we can live with. And 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 uh, and what what can you do to help us to get to that position? I mean, we want an agreement. We want, we don't want to shut down the forest. Um, it, it's a it's a vital part of Northumberland County, but it has to be fair and it has to be f fair to the county. And and uh, so all we're asking is, you know, um, you know, uh, the president of the Snowville Club said on on TV last week. That, you know their lawyer hasn't been asked to sit down. We've sent we've sent a couple of requests uh, asking them to come to the table and, and discuss these matters, um, and and uh, we can go from there. But but uh, you know it has to you know they have to be um, fair and, and they have to come to the table to do it. We can't do it uh, by uh, social media. Bob Crate, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you very much. I appreciate the chance to, uh, to, to do this. And now, my interview with Steve Horner, president of the Great Pine Ridge Snowmobile Association. I'm so pleased to have with me today Steve Horner, the president of the Great Pine Ridge Snowmobile Association. Welcome to Consider This. Thanks for having me. What was your reaction when you got the news about the county banning your use of the trails in Northumberland Forest? Uh, a little upset, after all, a lot of hard work that we put into this fall and that they've come to that decision. Now, how long has your club been able to use the trails within Northumberland County? Oh, our, our club was established in the early 70s and been using the, the forests ever since that, even before the county took it over from the province. Are you aware of any previous problems that's that have been had between the association and uh, the county? Uh, nothing with the land use agreement. No, we've... Over the years, since, since the county took over the forest, we've been considerably losing trails. As so many every year, or every so many years, they seem to be closing more and more 
trails to motorized vehicles. But what sort of response have you gotten from your uh, members at all? Have yeah, yeah, most of them are very upset. A lot of them grew up family members, generations have been using and riding the forest, and now it's coming to an end by the sounds of it. In your mind, what is the disagreement about? Uh, insurance coverage. They, they're asking us to cover way more than our insurance provider will cover. Okay, so is it just the insurance? Is there any other issues that, that uh, have you concerned? Um, well, there's a 34-page there's a document they want us to sign, um, but the insurance is, is the main until we get the insurance figured out, the rest of the, the, the conditions in there can probably be worked out between us. It's Some of it's just wording and stuff like that. Or, But, I mean, the, the insurance is, is, without getting that insurance, the two clauses about insurance figured out first. There's no sense spending a lot of lawyers' money on figuring out all the other clauses. Okay. Most, of, most, of them are, most of them are just a slight change to wording, and we could probably get that those other clauses fixed up. The county claims that it has made several overtures to get the your association to sit down and negotiate. Is that true? Uh, we've both tried. I mean, not until recently, though. Um, we've All of their meetings thus far with the councillors have been behind closed doors. Uh, we have had uh, multiple phone conversations. We had one Zoom meeting but they've been between council staff and ourselves and the warden. Um, and then just this past Friday, they've actually contacted me about having a, a meeting again with the councilors or council staff and their lawyers. Um, I, I've, if we're going to have a meeting, I, I would like to have a meeting with all councilors present so they can make up their, their own decisions. Okay, is there any reason that you wouldn't sit down with them or that there's a barrier that would uh, prevent you from getting together and negotiating? That wouldn't sit down? Yeah, is there any reason why no. you wouldn't sit down? No. Well, I mean, time constraints, but other than that, no, we're open to, to as long as they're flexible because, like I said, there there's two insurance clauses that they don't seem to want to bend on, and if we can't get those two clauses, then it's... As long as they're willing to negotiate and listen. Now, why is it unreasonable for the county to raise concerns about liability issues and protect taxpayers from potential lawsuits? I mean, accidents happen all the time. Is is it not a good reason for the county to take such a stand? But all of their reasonings to not sign is covered under our insurance. We we have our own insurance. The Ontario Federation of Snowmobile Clubs has a very good insurance policy with $15 million coverage. And then their claim of somebody hitting a bump and getting injured, that, that would cover, be covered under our insurance and, and, and not the taxpayers. So that's really, I guess, the, the bone of contention, because when you talk to the county, of course, they're concerned that, you know, somebody goes off the trail and, and then uh, the Snowmobile Association will back away and say, well, you know, it's it was on your property, therefore you're liable, and and that's their concern. I mean, that's what they they've said so far. Is that yeah, not true? I'm not sure, because like I said, all their meetings have been closed meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, they've never contacted us about our insurance policy. Uh, they've never talked to our insurance providers. 
Um, they've never talked to our lawyers, so I'm not sure how they know what our insurance covers if they've never asked us for that information. Okay, then. This is not necessarily unusual. I understand the Grand River Conservation Authority has done the same thing for the same reasons. Is that your understanding as well? I mean, there's been some talk that this is completely out of the blue, but is is it has it also happened in Grand River or other places? Uh, it's happened in Grand River, but for different reasons. Well, similar reasons, I guess, because that's one of the insurance problems is they're asking us, our insurance, to cover everybody that uses the trail. So if somebody's out walking or cross-country skiing, mountain biking, horseback riding, four-wheeling, they're asking us to provide insurance for that. And we don't provide insurance for everybody that uses the trail. Okay. And that's, that's the same bone of contention with Grand River, is Grand River wants the Ontario Federation of Snowmobile Clubs insurance to cover all users of the trail. And, and that's really the spirit of the Northumberland County Forest, though. It, it, it is a multi-purpose facility, and, and the trails are used by quite a number of different groups. Uh, yeah. Do you do you have a problem with that, or should it be just no. for snowmobiles? No, no, it's a multi-use trail system. There's there's lots of places that have multi-use trail systems, and and as far as I know, there's only the two in Ontario right now that is at Grand River and Northumberland County that are asking us to provide insurance for everybody that uses the trail. Now, MPP David Pacini wrote a letter to the county calling the proposed agreement unreasonable. How did you respond when you saw his letter? Oh, grateful. He's been he's been a huge help through the whole thing. Can you tell me what he's done besides the letter? Uh, he's just he's done a lot of research for us, and he's the only the only meeting that we've had um, Zoom meeting was actually called by by Mr. Pacini and not the county. He's the one he's the one that called it together to try and straighten this out. The county didn't call me. According to the Ontario Federation of Snowmobile Clubs, in a 2018-2019 report, it showed about $30 million is spent within District 3 of, uh, of the Snowmobile Association's area. I know that whole $30 million is not in just in Northumberland. Do you have any idea the impact on tourism and the impact on the economy snowmobiling has within Northumberland County? I don't have any figures on that or stats, but I know there's, uh, I mean, a lot of families, there's a lot of snowmobiles. Um, we sell, there's three, three snowmobile clubs that are, have trails within Northumberland County. Um, I think on average, if I remember correctly, we sell about 1,600 permits each year between those three clubs. So that's 1,600 users there that are using them. And then there's multiple restaurants and gas stations and that that they normal years would visit this year not so much but now besides the economic impact uh and i know people who listen maybe they don't snowmobile so could you just explain the importance of the trails for the overall enjoyment of snowmobile users in northumberland oh, it's just i mean i don't know northumberland forest is like i said there's a lot of people have been snowmobiling there for years and generations and it's it's the forest itself seems to be its own little climate area so there'll be a lot of times in southern ontario where there's no snow and there's still trails rideable in the northumberland county forest so people from the gta and all that travel down here for these trails they're all bringing in money so if you could sit down across from the county right now 
what would you want to say to them? I'd like to know where they, why they think they're not covered for our insurance, where they've gotten, who's told them that, and and yeah, I just don't know how they the, the claims that they keep ha- coming up and the excuses they're giving us for not signing the agreement are are all covered by our insurance. Steve Horner, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today. Thanks for having me. That was my interview with Northumberland County Warden Bob Crate and Snowmobile Association President Steve Horner. I want to thank both my guests this week for talking to me, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life and Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County. Or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more from Consider This.